Let's just start with this. Um, in the Bible, when it talks about dating and the length of time that you should date someone before you marry them, it's about... What's up, fam? Hey, hey, guys. It's How's it JJ going? It's JJ and... Kate, if you didn't know. That's my name. <laughs> and usually Kate leads on that, but I thought I would take it today. Whoa, Lovey is just coming all up in your face right now. Uh, if you guys are seeing this on YouTube, you can see little Lovey. She's actually going to be interviewing and answering <laughs> the questions. It actually looks like she's about to do the interview. Yeah, she's like, all right, she's like, okay, I'm ready to answer all of your dating questions. I know. <laughs> well, guys, we have some Q&A today. Yes. Which is my favorite. I love Q&A because... You know, in almost every event we get asked to do now for Heart of Dating, we're always like, we should definitely do a Q&A segment because there's so many questions always from you singles wanting to know how to date better and just wanting specific questions answered. And so it's going to be fun. These questions were sent in mainly from our Patreon fam. Some of you guys over on Instagram submitted them or voted on the questions you really wanted us to answer. And I just want to do a quick shout out for Patreon, which is our community to help support us as a creator of this podcast, to help us be able to run this podcast. Because believe it or not, it's kind of expensive to run, though we love it. And you can contribute for as low as $5 a month. And this episode, if you're listening to it on the live feed, will cut off. But if you want to hear the rest of all the Q&A, just join Patreon for $5 a month. You can go to patreon.com slash heartofdating. We'd love to see you in the Patreon fam. Okay, babe, let's kick off this Q&A, shall we? Let's do it. Okay, here's the first question. How do I hold the relationship with an opened hand to what God may want for it, balancing optimism and the fear of rejection, especially in the seriously dating phase? So I'm going to say especially in the relationship phase. Um, do you want me to start? Or? Yeah, totally. Okay. I will say, you know, so if you guys don't know, we break down dating into a few different stages. We break it single, dating, relationship, engaged, married, meaning that the dating stage is the time to get to know someone, mainly on a friendship level, but to see if you are romantically interested in them enough that you want to pursue a serious relationship with them. The relationship is the time to see if you want to pursue engagement and a future life with them. So it means that in the dating phase, you don't have to think all about marriage, okay, which is great. Now, this person is asking, how do you like hold an open hand when you are in that serious relationship committed stage? Because at the end of the day, you know, dating is risky and being in a relationship is risky. There's no guarantee. Uh, even with you, when you have the title of boyfriend, girlfriend, there's no guarantee you're going to end up with that person, right? And unless you strap them down and you make them marry you, I guess, I don't know, <laughs> but there's no, there's no guarantee. And so that can be really challenging. And especially for those that might be like me that struggle with anxious attachment, you know, I didn't, I actually worked through a lot of my anxious attachment. So in the beginning dating phase with JJ, I didn't lean anxious uh, very much. And I had really worked on that because in previous dating situations, I did lean anxious. 
But in our relationship, the commitment, especially around that six month mark, I started feeling the anxiety flare up, fearing like I'm really getting close to him. I'm really falling in love with him. I really can see a future with him. And is he going to leave me? Is this going to end? And that is a really hard thing for people, especially if you have fears of abandonment or especially if you have um, an attachment style that mainly leans anxious, okay? And so, JJ, do you want to speak to any of that from your side of how you dealt with it, being with somebody like me who was leaning anxious? Now, I'm actually curious about your response because, right, there's like you have your life as, you know, maybe anxious, avoidant, whatever it might be, and I can talk about how to support someone who has that attachment style, but Maybe anxious or ambivalent even. Right. Yeah. But I would, I would first say like, you can't talk about supporting somebody else until you know how you're rolling. And mm. this question is so interesting for me because I know it's like, it feels unrealistic to say, but balancing optimism and the fear of rejection, I just think like, man, my mind goes to the like daredevils of like the seventies who are like mm. on this tightrope. 10,000 feet up and they are on like a, a, tr- a unicycle with like this giant beam, you know, in their hands and they're like, what a balancing yeah. act for a human to have to do. Balancing those two things. And, and what I would say is actually impossible. Like, mm-hmm. and what I would say to follow that up is w- as believers, my desire is that we operate in such a way that I'm not scared of rejection here. Right. Right. And I'm also like not holding out optimistically like this is my person and I'm praying every single day. God, would you just confirm that this is my person? This could finally be the one I've been waiting for. Like Or like make it happen for me. Right. You know, it's like I'm in I'm in place of such neutrality. Or that, surrender. A surrender that God, like whatever you have for me, that is what I want. And if that is mm-hmm. a no on this relationship, then that is exactly what I want. And if that is happens to be a yes for this relationship and you feel like you're supposed to keep going forward and pursuing one another, then that is what I want. Yeah. So first recognizing there's always risk in dating. It's going, it's risk. Like there's always a risk of rejection and a risk of no, of no commitment at the end of the day or a breakup at the end of the day until you are engaged. Even then there's some risk of it until you are married, you know, because the hope is obviously that you're not getting divorced at that point. But yeah, that, that is why dating and relationships specifically are so difficult because there's no actual guarantee. There's always going to be a risk when it comes to love. Love is very risky. Now, what I will say is a good check-in point for me that I had started practicing before being in a relationship with date with JJ was just thinking through, okay, if I am at a point where the thought of this relationship ending would absolutely destroy me entirely. Right. That is, I'm getting to a bad place. I'm getting to an unhealthy attachment of this relationship. Right. And there is a difference between, hear me say this, not that I wouldn't be heartbroken or have to grieve because it would be very sad and devastating, but there's a difference between grieving something hard and being devastated, like your identity is shattered, you're questioning everything about yourself and God. There's a very big difference between I'm grieving because I'm sad and this deeply hurts, and there's 
there's beauty to actually that grief process and it should be processed versus that versus oh my gosh if this person ended things with me today I don't know what I would do I don't even know who I would be I would question so much about myself and about God like that right, like you would question is is God so good yes right and so I had a question multiple times check-ins like if JJ broke up with me would I be destroyed and not devastated? Like I would be devastated, but would I be destroyed? Okay. And would that destroy a lot of my worth and value and identity with God? And if you are teetering on that, that is where I believe there's some further work that needs to be done. And ideally this work is even done before you're in a relationship. Like, Hey, I know that rejection's always possible. So I'm going to continue to have check-ins with myself as knowing, especially if you're anxious attachment leaning, I'm going to keep checking in with myself like, mm. okay, taking it one day at a time. I can be hopeful, but I'm not going to put my hope fully in this relationship working out. My hope is still in God and that God is good no matter what happens here. Woo! It's a balancing act. You nailed that. Well, <laughs> it's a check-in act. Yeah. Right. Balancing yep. act is I just still feel like that is such an unrealistic, impossible place for a human being to be. I believe it's possible, though, to an extent because you can still hold on hope. But if your hope becomes um, almost an idol, then that's where it becomes, hey, you will be destroyed if yeah. this happens. Yeah, it could be like a wish or a desire. Yes. But I mean, even then hope, like I'm a little bit more like reserved in that sense. Yeah. Then. Well, you're less of a hopeless romantic than me. But OK, let's go to the next I'm like, question. My hope comes from the Lord. <laughs> Uh, when you say it is wise to wait a year before engagement, do you mean a year from a first date or a year from you go from from when you go from dating to a relationship? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good tactical question. <laughs> Very tactical. This person is definitely a plan a planner, a yeah, type A like person. Really, really specific. Right. You know. So let's just start with this. In the Bible, when it talks about dating and the length of time that you should date someone before you marry them, it's about there's nothing. <laughs> Literally, there is nothing in the Bible about this. Um, so all that to say is like for all the skeptics out there or people who like to push back, like we know like this is prescriptive. Yeah, this is this is technically made up. Right. It's our best guess, our best wisdom, our best piece of advice from our own personal experience and the experience of people who are much smarter and wiser and have way more experience in relationships and marriage than we do. And like therapists, you know, like Gary Thomas or Dr. Henry Cloud, right. um, Deb Falita, all those people would recommend waiting four seasons, okay, aka a year before you get engaged to someone. Now to answer the specific question between first date and relationship, like what we're kind of talking about here, if, if this person is doing everything by the book, yeah. you're, you're kind of talking about, okay, day one and then 365 days later it's okay yeah or i've been dating for three months right and then we got into relationship on day one of three months which would be day 91 and so, then uh 365 days from day 91 i can officially ask them for engagement 457 yeah something 56 like so here's the thing okay we JJ and I actually got engaged a year after from when we first met. Okay. So that's just like a little snippet into our history. Technically the first date. Yeah. From the first date. Yeah. First date. Like, right. Yeah. So that's, that was our timeline. So it wasn't from, we didn't get engaged after, you know, 457 days <laughs> <laughs> um, into knowing each other. Um, we got 
engaged 365 days after we met one another. Um, and I just think it's a good gauge to see a person through time. Now, that, now some variables of this, if, if you were dating those first three months and you didn't get to like really know the, per- like that you didn't really get to know friendships, things are slower. I would say give things a little bit more time, but some other people, they live in pro- close proximity. They're seeing each other's friendships or experiencing, they're getting counsel from wise people around right. them. They're meeting family. Um, and then if you have confirmation by the end of the 365 days from knowing that person, then I would say, Hey, yeah, if there's like those three layers of peace, which we always talk about the triangle of peace, then yeah, that sounds pretty good. You know, there's not a, Hey, hard and fast date for 90 days and then wait one more year. That's great if you want to do that. But we just mean at least know the person and see them in a context of dating and relationship for at least a year, ideally before getting into engagement. Which is a good segue for the next question, which is what are some things a couple should be doing or talking about in the six to 12 month mark to be preparing for engagement? 